This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1211 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by equestriancollections.com. horse people coach jen here and thanks for tuning in to horse tip daily today's tip features driving radio show co-host glenn the geek and david saunders and they are joined by farrier mike blankenship to talk about developing a good hoof care program with your farrier and special considerations for shoeing for the driving horse and we'll get right to our tip after this important message from equestriancollections.com When you need to resupply, replace, update, or invest in the stuff that makes your horse life possible, stop by equestriancollection.com first. Browse through some 7,000 boot choices from great brands like Ariat, Boggs, Mountain Horse, Ovation, Smoky Mountain, and more. Outfit yourself in the latest and the greatest. And don't forget your horse. EquestrianCollections.com offers some 400 blankets, sheets, and coolers from Buckus, Amigo, and Rambo by Horseware, Hug, Kensington, Triple Crown Custom, and Weatherbeta, just to name a few. Your horse will be warm and dry and stylish this winter. Not sure what type of saddle pad you want? Well, go to Equestrian Collections because they have over 600 different choices. No matter whether you ride English, Western, or bareback around the backyard, EquestrianCollections.com has the most amazing selection of brand name products you are going to find anywhere. So stop by today, EquestrianCollections.com. And what I'd like to do now is welcome our farrier, Mike Blankenship. He's been shoeing glorious horses, I think, for 15 to 20 years. And he's the resident farrier at the Grand Oaks. Uh, he shoes all the horses for Mr. Tom Warriner, and uh, he shoes our horses. And he's going to enlighten us on shoeing horses and not shoeing ponies or horses for driving. I'd like to welcome our farrier, Mr. Mike Blankenship. He's our farrier here. It does glorious driving horses, and we're going to talk this time about. Shoeing the driving horse and pony. Welcome, Mike. Thank you very much for having me. So, <clears throat> Mike, I know you've been doing Glorious Horses for a long time. You did it when she owned Continental Acres, and you do the Grand Oaks horses. That's correct. And you do quite a selection of horses, but really, we can talk generally about shoeing horses, but let's. This is the driving radio show, so we want to talk about shoeing the driving horse slash pony. So, I mean, let's talk about glorious horses. We just got two new ones actually just came over and, and people know that. Um, tell us a little bit about w- what you look for when you first get a horse that you, you're going to start with. Okay. We, what you need to look for, I think, is, is balance how the horse wears a shoe and also if they have any leg problems or foot problems that you see when you first start with them. And... Um, and I know you, you you do a lot of combined driving horses, and we'll talk about them in, in a minute. But let's talk about Gloria uses hers for pleasure driving and for coaching. What what, what do you specially do for 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 Gloria that 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 that's slightly different to other other people? The main thing is the traction devices we use. We use two at the heel and three at the toe, 
and we use little drive-in studs. It works a lot better than Borium or Drill Tech. You can't get the Drill Tech or Borium level, and and I think that's a really big problem if you don't have something flat and level. It really can uh, go up the leg and in the hocks and stifles and have some problems. And I know a couple of uh, a couple of our horses as well. You you put those degree pads on as well. Yes. Why, why would you use a degree pad? Some of them come in with really low heels, low foot, and just gets them up and and uh, helps them with hopefully no tendon problems or ligament problems down the road and get their feet back up where underneath them where they should be. Now let's talk a little bit about uh, shoeing, like. I know you do quite a few competitive horses, especially for the Grand Oaks. What do you do different with 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 their shoeing? On the marathon horses, we we actually um, do the uh, screw in caulks. They can take in and out when they're not on the grass, and they're a lot more severe caulk for a lot lot more traction on those horses. And also, I know you put, and and I know I asked for it because um, a lot of people put just toe clips on horses, but you use quarter clips because. And, and people may or may not remember, but, you know, I used to shoe horses. So uh, the old adage that I heard in England was that a uh, side clip was worth two or three nails. So yes. I know in front you use those special type of eventing shoes, um, but I know you use them for me as well. But they're, you especially use them for people twisting and turning on the marathon. Yes, I think the quarter clips work better here. And it, it saves, like you say, you can use less nails and, and uh, especially on horses with really brittle feet. It works out well. So I know you do a lot of ponies, um, and not all ponies are shod, are they? Um, tell, tell us a little bit about barefoot, because I know people think that just because they're barefoot, they don't need your attention, but they do, don't they? Yes, they do. The barefoot uh, ponies need to be trimmed no more than four to five weeks because they get really brittle from the driving, especially if they drive any on the road, and just keep their feet balanced up better if you trim them very often. Now let's talk about care and maintenance and i know um you go to a lot of time and trouble to, to to trim their feet up and to balance their feet up and to you know trim the frog and take away any excess um foot that's there but as owners and drivers we need to take care of their feet tell, tell us a little bit about you know what you think is a good thing that we should be doing to horses feet when you're not shoeing them to keep their feet in good condition to maintain their feet shall we say Yes, sir. Clean the feet more than anything and clean them out. And we like to use uh, different foot dressings. Most of them are all, you know, most of them are pretty good. And uh, just paint them up every day. And that, that saves a farrier a lot of work. Well, I know for sure here, I mean, I use Perry's because I think that's probably the best. It was invented by a farrier, actually, by the way. Um, but the, the thing that I found here in uh, in Florida was because of the dry, warm sand, it's kind of like them standing in a poultice all the time, and it sucks the moisture out of their feet. So I'm a great believer in, you know, oiling their feet up every day, inside and out. Um, but also, I think uh, good, uh, good feed is also good. You've got to feed the horses good minerals and supplements as well. Yes, the, the better, better feed with the minerals and, and uh, supplements and is a lot better than, than anything. And a lot of good hay. They need some really good, good forage. Good. And what, so what would you say? I know we have ours done like every five weeks, but what would you say would be a good period in between shoeing or does it vary from different horses or different work? It varies, but most of my horses are on a five week program. Some are on four, the ones with 
the feet that aren't so good, they're on a four four week schedule, but everything else is five weeks. Their feet really grow a lot faster here in Florida than any place I've ever been before. So you're talking about Florida, and you know we've lived here now for three or four years, and we certainly have noticed that their feet grow. And we, you know, because it is so wet here, we we are always having problems with cracking and everything. Is there a way to address that for those of us that do live in the hot, wet, damp all the time climate? Just maintenance every four to five weeks on the feet trimming. Do you leave your horses barefoot? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think more, trimming more often. Uh, is is one of the better things to do, especially if you have toe cracks or yeah, that's what cracks. we have on both of them actually. Yeah. Yes. I think if you go to, you know, to uh, how, how often do you trim them now? About every five. Right. Probably go to four and it, it would okay. get a lot better for you. Okay. I was wondering about that because we've never had them quite, you know, this bad with the cracking and chipping as we have living in Florida. So. And, you, and you, I think, you, Glenn, you also have to be aware of if you're going down like those lime rock roads, they can really chip up their, if they're barefoot, you know. If you're barefoot, you really have to take care of what you're, what you're trotting on, if you see yeah, what Yeah, and we put the, we use the boots when we're on roads. Uh, I put boots on all four, actually. So that's not too much of an issue. But even just being out, you know, they, uh, you know, because they're out all the time, uh, they, they're always in that grass, you know, that's wet. That's one of the worst things is morning dew on, on horses here, especially. But, you know, we get so much rain also, and that's really bad. And it, when you get them in after the rain, you, they dry out in the sand, and then they get hard, then they get wet the next day and the next night. And That's what causes over. the cracking? It's that constant, uh, the moisture being sucked out and then added? I, I think it is, yes, yeah. sir. Okay. Because, you know, the foot, as people know, is kind of like someone's fingernail. And, you know, if it, if it gets hard and then gets wet again and, and keeps stretching. And, of course, the, the foot is flexible as well, so the, f- the foot has to flex. Um, but another question, um, I know you don't put new shoes on our horses every time. Uh, we do, because we're mostly on sand and on the grass, you know, we have shoe, We do do some road work, but our shoes kind of go to two resets or one reset? Usually two resets, new shoes, and then two resets after that. Now, tell us a little bit about some of the problems of resetting. I know you've got to be careful because the nail holes, it's not the shoe that will wear out. People often keep resetting and resetting, but what people don't realize, and I know you'll explain it better than me, but the nail holes wear out so the shoes don't stay in place. Tell us a little bit about that. No, it's it's the shoe wears, the nail holes get larger. And if you reset them too many times, of course, you need to go to a larger nail. And the smaller nail you can put in a foot, I think, is one of the better things to do. So actually putting too big a nails in really kind of messes up the foot. I, I mean, think so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So even if you think, because I know from talking to uh, people, they think, oh, you know, the farrier is just resetting again because he doesn't, or he, or he wants to sell me new shoes because he doesn't want to do resets because these shoes look perfectly all right. But it's not actually that the shoe is worn out. It's that the nail holes are worn out. And also on the bottom, the uh, foot side of the shoe wears also, you can, you can see where the foot's being, where more pressure is being applied to one side or the other, and you make kind of make the adjustments in your trimming, and on the next next uh, set of shoes. So, so I know you've given Glenn some good advice there about barefoot, but what would be your parting shot to everyone on the driving radio show? What would you say would be the one thing they can do to take care of their horse's feet? Just a good maintenance program in between the shoeings. Um, a lot, of, a lot of the oil and uh, just cleaning the feet up as often as they can and try to keep them off the wet grass at least three or four hours a day. 
Well, there you have it. You can listen to David Saunders and Glenn the Geek on the Driving Radio Show. Just go to drivingradioshow.com and you'll find links to today's guests as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. Make sure to have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows like Driving Radio Show and Horse Tip Daily with you wherever you go with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Download it today. It's quick, it's free, and it's easy. Or you can subscribe via iTunes. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of EquestrianCollections.com and listeners like you. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. Thank you.